The nominees seem to be coming in rapidly for the first annual Huge Embarrassing Failure Awards. Just last week, Bamani Jones quickly put his name in the race with his embarrassingly low season premiere on HBO. If I remember correctly, the Bobo lost almost 80% of Bill Maher's audience, drawing a cool 160,000 viewers. I checked with Nielsen. 159,999 of those viewers, they were actually asleep, meaning only Bamani Jones' mother tuned in to watch him fail. At this point, the Bobo is the clear front runner to win the first annual Heff Awards, but we have a new contender emerging. This contender, they are taking a completely different approach to dethrone Bamani Jones. In the past, we have seen birthing persons battle the Bobo one-on-one. This is no bueno. Bamani Jones, he has been consistently failing for over 40 years, his entire life. It is impossible for one person by themselves to reach this level of failure. Jamel Hill tried, ultimately failed. Tiffer the Bongo Sniffer gave it a go. It was a swing and a miss. Chris Cuomo, hey, it's me, Chris C. You have to admire the effort Chris Cuomo is giving. Every night, he gives a valiant effort to be less appealing than Bamani Jones, but he ultimately comes up short. But that's okay. That is okay. We have a new number one contender emerging. Like I said, they are trying a completely new approach here. This is a collaborative effort to dethrone the reigning champion. For years, Travis Noah tried to sink The Daily Show to Bamani Jones' level of failure. After seven years of attempting to reach record low ratings, Comedy Central finally had enough. They devised a new strategy. They parted ways with Travis Noah, and they have built a roster of some of the most insufferable birthing persons in America. Chelsea the Coat Handler, Sarah the Insufferable Silverman, Lester Jones, Wanda I'm a Great Stand-Up Comedian Psych, last and most certainly least, D.L. Huey. You have got to credit Comedy Central here. This is a strong lineup of failure. Towards the end of his tenure with The Daily Show, Travis was averaging a cool 365,000 viewers. In the span of a few years, he eliminated almost 70% of Jon Stewart's audience. But this was not good enough. The Bobo, he causes 80% of Bill Maher's audience to watch Mr. Clean. Being the competitive network that they are, Comedy Central, they decided to bring the fight. Two weeks ago, the new and improved Daily Show premiered on Comedy Central. Leslie Jones was the first of a rotating panel of failures to do her best to decrease ratings. And she did not disappoint. The first episode with Lester aired January 17th. She received glowing reviews from critics in the mainstream media. Leslie Jones is hilarious! This is woke comedy at its finest. My favorite part was when she told white people they could not use quotes from Martin Luther King. That was pure comedy gold. For over a month now, Comedy Central, they have been hyping the new and improved Daily Show. I mean, this franchise had nowhere to go but up. When Travis Noah took over from Jon Stewart, expectations were high. Jon Stewart, he was easily pulling a million viewers every night, sometimes eclipsing two million. He handed over the golden goose, and Travis turned it into the golden cucumber. 
In the post-Travis era, expectations are extremely low. Leslie, we will be pleased if you increase the audience from nothing to almost nothing. 365,000. That was the mark. All they needed was 365,001 and Comedy Central would be overjoyed with the success. How did Leslie Jones perform? <laughs> Premiere episode, January 17th, 317,000 viewers. Following night, 337,000. Her final episode, her swan song, her farewell to failure, 351,000. Three strikes, you're out. I had my boo, Mina Kimes, help me with the math here. The Luster of Jones averaged 335,000 viewers over three days, a 9% decline from the Travis era. So far, so good, right? Competition for the Heff Awards seems to be heating up. After Leslie Jones successfully failed to resonate with normal people, Comedy Central followed up with Wanda Sykes. Again, this was a brilliant competitive strategy. Several years ago, Wanda Sykes, she was performing what she called stand-up comedy in the bathroom of the WNBA dump in New Jersey. Within minutes of her taking the stage, dozens of people walked out of the show. I'm being dead serious. I'm not making that up. This was a smart move by Comedy Central to give Wanda Sykes four days on The Daily Show. She has a history of turning away an audience. Even people who paid to see her didn't want to see her. First episode for the Wanda aired last Monday, 367,000 viewers. Yes, yes, we have finally found the solution. Wanda added 2,000 viewers to the dismal average set by Travis. Soon we will be competing with Don's Lemons. Hold your excitement because it was all downhill from there. Tuesday night, 338,000. Wednesday night, 325,000. Wanda's farewell episode last Thursday, 344,000. As you can see, Wanda did exactly what she was supposed to do. She managed to decline viewership two out of three nights. That is a true professional in the industry of failure. Wanda averaged 343,500 viewers during her week on The Daily Show. But, but... There was an interesting aspect with her stint. Leslie Jones, she actually managed to grow the audience during her three-night stretch. Wanda Woke, she somehow managed to lose 30,000, 40,000 viewers in two days. Why? What caused over 10% of the audience to refuse to keep watching great woke comedy? I wonder if this had anything to do with it. Watch for yourself. Here's a story about a funeral that I found hilarious because this funeral had Donald Trump and that guy can turn anything into a joke. Maybe you've heard of Diamond and Silk, you know, those two sisters who are always, uh, you know, two sisters who are always showing up at his rallies, praising him on TV, setting the black race back 50 years. <laughs> you know those two. Trump held meetings with them. He'd invite them to the Oval Office. He would point at them and say, see, black people love me. <laughs> Just when we were ready to move on to the next scandal, the FBI searched his house for 13 hours on Friday, and they found even more classified documents. 
At this point, the FBI is just decluttering Biden's house for him. <laughs> They're like Marie Kondo going around his rooms like, this list of spies does not spark joy. <laughs> This doesn't bother me at all. I mean, come on. The man has been in public office for 238 years. <laughs> I bet you most of the shit he has isn't even classified anymore. <laughs>
I doubt he would ever be allowed back on Comedy Central, even though he carried the network for years. If you go back and look, if you go back and look when The Daily Show was at its peak, the show had a very simple formula. Jon Stewart delivered the news in a comedic way. Nothing was off limits. Do you remember this? As always in these debates, it's left to the longest shot to say the craziest thing. I give you Ohio representative Dennis Kucinich. Uh, I, I, I would nominate any gay to the Supreme Court or lesbian or bisexual or transgender person to the Supreme Court. Yes, yes. All rise for the Honorable Justice Chick with Dick. That would never be allowed on Comedy Central in 2023. It is impossible to be a comedian when you're being restrained. You can't make fun of this group. You can't make fun of marginalized groups. You can only make fun of white men. After a while, the nonstop jokes about Donald Trump or Elon Musk, they get old. There's only so many times you can make fun of Donald Trump's hair. It would be different if they balanced the jokes about Trump's wigs with jokes about the real expert of wigs, Joy Reid. Ratings are only going to get worse for The Daily Show going forward. I expect D.L. Huey, who's hosting this week, he's going to be a disaster. Chelsea Handler hasn't drawn an audience in years. Sarah Silverman, she might do okay. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Give me your thoughts. Do we have a new contender for the Heff Awards? Is this rotating panel of failure on The Daily Show a true competitor to the reigning champion of failure, Bamani Jones? Who do you think should be the new host of The Daily Show? Sound off in the comments below. Make sure to like and subscribe. Click the notification bell to receive all notifications from the panel. Channel, not panel. <laughs> Best way to contact me is by email at btlkc84 at gmail.com. kc underscore btl84 on Twitter. And I'll see you guys later.